What's up, everyone? Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you in on some exciting news. My favorite event of the year, Playbook 2022, is coming up this September. This is the third year Trainual's been running it, and if you attended the last two years, you know it gets better every time. So if you're a business owner, a people leader, a marketer, this event is for you. We have amazing speakers like the marketing master himself, Seth Godin. We've got brother and sister duo, Allison and Wes Felix. You may recognize Allison from the Olympics. She's a track and field star who's won tons of gold medals in her career. And now her and her brother own Sage, which is a lifestyle sneaker brand built for and by women. Plus, we've got Caitlin Crosby, who's the founder and CEO of The Giving Keys, Jason Freed, co-founder and CEO of Basecamp, Makita Mikado, founder and CEO of PandaDoc, and more. It's two days, September 21st and 22nd. It's all virtual, so you can log in from anywhere, and it's completely free. So trust me, you're not going to want to miss this. You will learn so much about how to build an incredible culture and a more efficient business than you've ever had before. So register now. Just go to playbook2022.com. Again, totally free. I'll see you there. I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Have you ever just totally missed out on something? Like the time went by, you missed your opportunity and you're kicking yourself that you missed that window. I was, I was thinking about my uh, my cousin who is a pilot and every year she gets to designate a buddy, a buddy pass or something for somebody to fly with her or even fly without her anywhere in the world, anywhere in the country. And I think you just pay a small fee or taxes or something like that. And a few years ago, my cousin designated my mom as the recipient of this like magic pass to be able to fly and travel around the world. And I was so jealous because I love traveling. I love going everywhere. And so as the year went on, month after month, my mom was not going anywhere. So mom, if you're listening, we've talked about this, but I would have been on every plane going international, exploring every country. How many states can I go to? But life came up. And she wasn't able to make use of this thing. And so as the year went by, I think she may have gone on one short trip. And at the end of that year, I remember sitting down with her and thinking like, oh, what a missed opportunity. Like that could have been the year to just travel as much as you possibly could. And so if you felt like that, you know what I'm talking about. And I want to twist this into the work environment. So where is that that FOMO or that like fear of missing out, of taking advantage of the best stuff in your workplace. Well, another relevant story is we have one of our senior leaders that is retiring at the end of this year. And he's been incredible and he's contributed so much to the business. But as soon as he told me that he was retiring, I instantly flipped into this mode of how do I make the most out of the rest of this year? How do we capture all of the value that Jeff brings to the table? How do we all learn from him? How do we share what he knows? And it got me thinking that not just him retiring, but people don't stay in our businesses forever. And we shouldn't wait for somebody to be putting in their notice or uh, announcing their retirement before we try our best to extract all of the benefit, all of the knowledge that they can bring to your business. So if you don't have a culture of knowledge sharing, if you don't have a culture that 
brings out the best in people, lets them contribute and collaborate and share their best, best practices with others, then you could lose out on a lot of that value that you would otherwise tap into if you were drawing from their expertise consciously. So how do you build this into your culture and why would you do this? So pretty simple. Let's talk about why this matters first. I mean, if you've got a culture of knowledge sharing, you're letting your people kind of skip the trial and error phase of being more productive. You know, if, if you're giving someone the cheat codes or the shortcuts to just get to the most productive way to do something, then you save them a lot of kicking the tires and figuring out things for themselves. You save them a lot of failure. You save them a lot of wasted time. So it gets people to producti productivity quicker. Next, it can really improve relationships between your people. If you've got this culture of constantly sharing best practices, then people will lean on each other and ask them questions and they start to develop these mentoring and coaching relationships and this community that might not otherwise exist. If people are afraid to ask each other for support and for the ways to do things, then they can be more timid around their coworkers and not really build that bond. So you want your people to be leaning on each other, to be asking each other questions, to be leveling each other up constantly. It's what builds that really strong community. Next, if you've got remote employees, we have more than half of our team that's remote now. They don't have the instantaneous ability to ask someone next to them a question. And so facilitating a culture of this knowledge transfer means recording knowledge in a place that someone else can access when they need to. And so having that knowledge transfer between people. It doesn't have to be just synchronous or when they're together. It's If it's part of your culture, then it means that your people are writing things down even when they're not being asked a question. And so we'll get to maybe how to do that. This whole thing would just encourages more collaboration and surfaces the best practices in your company. And that helps us build better companies. So I don't think any of you would disagree that it's important to have this culture where everyone wants to share knowledge. And so how do you do that in practice? Well, I'll talk through how we do it at Trainual and internally. So of course, first, you've got to have one source of truth. You have to have a place where people go to reference things, to document their own knowledge and share it with outside people. So of course, for that, we use our own product. If you're not up to uh, using our product, you're not there yet, Anywhere will do. It can be a big folder. It can be, you know, a running Word doc. I remember I had a consulting client that had a 130 page Word doc and they would just, you know, search for things in the document. Whatever works for you, as long as you're starting to get things written down, have that one source of truth, the place where everybody knows to go. Encourage sharing experiences. So we have this whole channel in our Slack instance, and we really tie this to one of our core values around collecting experiences where people will post in the channel anything that they experience that's new, that's fun, that's exciting. That is, a, in a sense, knowledge. You know, the, the trips that people take, the restaurants they go to, the uh, classes they take, the conferences they go to, all of those things are sharing experiences that are gateways to knowledge. And so when you can get your people sharing those experiences, then now all of a sudden they know more about their coworker and they have a clearer lens of which coworker they should go to for expertise on which type of knowledge that they need. So just, just general sharing of experiences can be really healthy. 
Next, we operationalize this with lunch and learns. And so anytime we get feedback through an engagement survey or just an offhand comment from someone that, oh, we'd like to learn more about this, uh, we'll set up a formal lunch and learn. And sometimes these are hosted by members of our own team and they're just diving deep into a specific department. And sometimes they're for kind of extracurriculars. Like for instance, we did a goal setting workshop and I saw that a lot of members of the team were really interested in paying off debt and budgeting and forecasting for the year. And so we brought in a friend of mine who's a financial kind of cash flow coach and consultant, and she's doing a lunch and learn that is really benefiting the team and sharing that knowledge. But having that external facilitator and making the space in the calendar for that type of event gets all of the team that attends to start sharing things and they post in the chat and they share their own stories. And then once the facilitator is gone, you realize that the people that you're left with in the room in the company have a lot of knowledge that you can then go to if you want to have, you know, go deeper on certain topics. We do breakout rooms. So before all of our all hands, we'll have breakout rooms with different prompts, different topics. And in the past, these have been things like, you know, share your best productivity hacks or share, you know, your favorite recipes or share, you know, something that uh, you uh, just found out recently about the, the company in the last 30 days. And just these little prompts will get people talking with people that they haven't uh, interacted with as frequently. And we can create then a repository of all those conversations after the fact. So when we did the productivity hacks, for instance, we had everybody come back into the main room and post all of their hacks from their group, their favorite hacks. And we had a list of dozens and dozens, almost a hundred of these cool hacks that we turned into content we posted out on LinkedIn, we put in our own Trainual account. And so it became marketing content, but it also became knowledge within the business, which was really cool. And then we celebrate anybody that's sharing new tips, best practices. Again, a lot of this conversation, this water cooler conversation happens through Slack or through Microsoft Teams or through those sort of portals. But celebrate when people are posting a tip and they're saying, hey, you might not know this, but there's a new feature in this tool that we use and I just discovered it and I'm sharing it here in case any of you need to know it too. Uh, If you have a question that somebody asks you, rather than answering the question one-off to somebody, post that answer in a public forum and say, hey, someone just asked me this question. I wanted it to live here in case any of the rest of you have this same question. And so as the business owner or as a manager, a leader in a company like this, you can definitely lead by example by encouraging someone that shares a best practice in your department meeting, your team meeting, to share that with the broader company. You can celebrate things in meetings and call out, you know, that somebody contributed to the knowledge of the business or cross-trained someone else or mentored one of their peers. These things all build and feed into having this culture of knowledge sharing. And so if you feel like your business has a little bit of work to do when it comes to knowledge sharing, uh, I suggest you take some of these tips and you figure out how you can be much more intentional. Don't wait for your people to put in their notice or retire before you feel like you need to extract everything that they know about the company. Make it a habit and it'll pay dividends. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. 
If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.